Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Kerker and Smallman on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN, 9 o'clock with the faceoff tonight, 8 o'clock pregame. And then at 9, Chris Kerber and Joe Vitale will have the call. Kerbs is with us now on Kerker and Smallman. Good morning, sir. How you doing and how fired up are you? Oh, man, I can't wait to see what happens today. It's amazing the challenges this team has had to face this year, isn't it? So just one more hurdle and uh, this one, it all counts. So this will be good. And... Curbs, take us through the David Perron situation. Well, a couple of days ago, of course, every player has to go in uh, every single day. They've been doing this, believe it or not, since like December 28th. I mean, imagine imagine folks getting up every single day and your nose is getting swabbed since December 28th, whether uh, it's an off day or not, uh, whether you're on the road or not. And he wound up somehow testing positive for COVID. Uh, so... I don't know what his vaccination scenario was. Um, I know most of the players uh, were vaccinated. Uh, some were not. I don't. I do not know what David's was, but uh, he tested positive. So what they'll do is they'll they'll run some other tests. They'll do a second and a third test just to make sure it's not a false positive. We've seen plenty of those uh, over the course of pro sports in the last year, right? And okay. um, if if it does remain, if he is if it is a confirmed positive test. He's essentially on the shelf for uh, could be up to 10 days. So um, we'll just have to wait and see how that all plays out. Um, the team is not saying anything. The team is basically saying that, uh, you know, once, you, once you're in the kind of the system, I guess is the way to put it, they, they leave it all up to the league to determine a protocol. And so that's where it sits. Uh, that, that would lead me to think he's not available tonight. And, uh, and we just keep our fingers crossed we can get him back soon. And we know, Curbs, how important David Prawn is to this team. He leads the Blues with points. But how big of a loss is it to not have David Prawn out there in game one? Well, huge, huge. I mean, it's it's losing one of your top, uh, well, you're losing one of your top two offensive players and you're losing one of your top three forwards. I mean, that's that that's big. It it, it would be like Colorado losing Rantanen, uh, McKinnon, or Landeskog. One of those three guys, I mean, in, in my opinion. So it's it's big. Um but that's what this team has done. They've got the ability to, to overcome injuries. They've got the ability to overcome situations, you know, and now, I mean, now whether it's a, a, a Braden Shen that's going to end up on that right wing, which based on Ryan O'Reilly's comments to the media yesterday, sounds like that's possible. Whether Craig Berube juggles those lines and we see if Tarasenko's back in there, he gets some shifts there. Maybe Mike Hoffman. We've seen Jordan Cairo on the right wing. They've got some offensive ability. They're just going to need some other guys to step up. The hard part to me to replace is just uh, David's compete level. I mean, it's, that's typically off the charts. And when he's on, uh, he could be as hard as anybody in the National Hockey League to take the puck away from. 
Curbs, obviously there are a lot of things in a playoff series that have to happen. But for me, number one for the Blues, based on what we saw during the regular season against this team, they have to stay out of the penalty box. Twelve power play goals allowed to Colorado in the eight games they played. Yeah, we've harped on this one. Uh, if you can keep the, this at even strength, you've got yourself a chance. Uh, at even strength, they actually outscored Colorado 15-13 to 13 in the regular season. That's pretty doggone good. The penalty kill, though, I mean, I have never seen a power play completely obliterate another team like what we saw with Colorado this season. Now, the Blues penalty kill is playing better. I'm still not sure I want to test it, to be honest with you. <laughs> with you. <laughs> you know, so, uh, I mean, I'll test our power play all day long if Colorado wants to take some penalties. But, uh, um, yeah, the Blues are going to have to stay out of the penalty box. And, look, they are going to take some penalties. Colorado's got a good transition game. Uh, you're going to get called for a slasher hook here at some point in time and probably earlier in the game than later, you know, but you just got to, you got to, as Craig Berube says, defend with your feet and stick on puck because this Colorado power play was, was just that deadly. And there's no reason to think it's not going to be on you when you get to this point. And what we saw, like, you know, watching, watching a couple of the game, watching the Minnesota Vegas game yesterday, right? Fiala gets called with an absolute junk slash. I mean, brutal uh, soft call, but by the end of the game, all that stuff was being let go. So I think, you know, if you, especially early on in the game, if you can make sure that you're defending with your feet, you're playing with your energy, you're competing with your legs and you're putting stick on puck to avoid the penalty box. You know how we see that standard get a little tighter as the game goes on. Curbs, we know it's going to take effort and contributions from everyone in order to survive and advance in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But who is someone that you're looking at that you think can bring it to another level in the postseason that will help the Blues beat the Avs? Well, I, to me, there's there's several fronts on this one, Michelle. On, on the forward side, it, it, it's Schwartz and Thomas. Um, you Obviously, we've seen what, how Jaden Schwartz can carry a team when he gets going. So he had a goal in that last game that he played. Hopefully, he's feeling it. And we see him come alive uh, even more in the playoffs. Robert Thomas becomes a real swing man here uh, for me because uh, if, if he can find production, if he can find a way to, to pick up some assists and some and 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 a goal here or there too, uh, I think that's going to be huge for the St. Louis Blues depth now that it's being tested even more. I, I don't come in even if Vladimir Tarasenko is ready to go today, guys. I don't come in with high expectations there. I have hope, but not high expectations because I just don't know at this point in time truly how he's feeling on all fronts and what would be the fair expectation there. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that you know, we should expect any more from Sammy Blay or Zach Sanford than what we've seen, you know, but uh, so those two guys from a forward standpoint uh, to me are the ones where I think you, you've got uh, more upside for, for potential defensively, man, I, I I'm looking forward to watching Colton Perico in this series. He has always seemed to play well against Colorado. He's had some big games in Colorado. And, and if he's healthy and playing healthy like he was down the stretch, uh, that, that's a huge benefit for the St. Louis Blues. So he on the defensive side is the one I'm looking forward to watching. Curbs, for people that have watched hockey for a long time, the Blues historically under Doug Armstrong, they've been built for, in a regular season, game number 83. They, they've been built for the playoffs. And you, you could see that. You, you could walk into a room and you, you would see Bo Meester and you'd see Petro and you'd see Maroon a couple of years ago. That team was built and it was, it was a big playoff team. This team seems to be a little bit different to me. Not that they can't win in the playoffs, but they're just built differently for this time of year. They feel like a team in transition, don't they? Yeah, they do to me. Like, like they feel like one where 
you may not have the same size and grit to hold the puck in the offensive zone, but with Cairo and Thomas, you've got a little more speed, right? And, and so Colorado's got a lot of speed, but they don't, I don't think that they're, but then they're more of a transition team kind of thing. And, and that, I think that's what makes it tough. And, and Vegas to me, Vegas to me is more of that. They've got some speed, but they could also grind you down low, which is what makes Vegas that much more difficult. I, I agree with you, Randy. I think it, it, it makes you intrigued to see how this team is going to respond because to beat Colorado. And if you watched every, if you've watched the, the playoffs game so far, every one of them has been a heavy game, every one of them, you know, and, and if the blues can play that style, that's going to be a challenge. Now, Colorado has gone to the second round each of the last two years. They've lost in game seven. They've built some playoff experience that are trying to get over the hump. But I still think that if the blues can get in on the four check and they don't turn the puck over in the neutral zone, with, with, with soft plays, if they can get the puck in deep and get in on the forecheck, that is where they're going to win this series because they're just going to have to frustrate Colorado by making them play in their own end. Yeah, that's the key. And it, there's a difference between making soft plays and being soft, and we aren't talking about that, but you just have to make hard plays and be difficult. Be, the old line is, and I love it in hockey, be miserable to play against. Look, you can't, you, you, you can't get the puck up to your blue line reach for it, and then just try a soft chip out into the neutral zone because you weren't skating, right? You, 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 can't just, you can't just flip it up towards the blue line hoping that you get a bounce and it goes out. It's got to get high off the glass and either make the defenseman get over there and completely have to knock it down out of the air or, or take it in the ear. You know, like those are the kind of plays, and you've got to do that consistently because this Colorado team, what happens is when, when you make a play like that, Randy, and that's why we call it a soft play, the forward, your other teammates think that the puck is going out, right? They're expecting you. To, it's the accountability. They're expecting you to make that play. And then so they jump to where they think they should be based on that play. When you don't make that play, that's when teams like Colorado can come back and bite you because they've got numbers on you and, and you've got guys going the wrong way. So um, though I, I, I think just the, the clean plays at the lines tonight and, and, and in this playoff series could end up dictating the series, to be honest with you. Curbs, we're looking forward to it. We know it's going to be a long day and night for you, and we appreciate you joining us this morning here on Carriker and Smallman. Got plenty of rest for this week, Randy. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> All right, brother, take care. We'll see you later. All right, guys, you got it. Have a good day. You too. That's the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber on 101 ESPN. Game one tonight. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. 
Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.